So we're going to shift, we're going to continue with this exercise and shift gears into a guided meditation with this. So just invite you to sit comfortably. You don't have to take up a special meditative posture, but just sit in a way that feels easeful so that you can sit for the next five or ten minutes quietly with yourself. Maybe taking a few breaths to settle the body. Feeling the movements of the breath through the torso into the abdomen and releasing. The eyes can be closed or just very softly downcast and relaxed, almost half closed. Relaxing the jaw. Relaxing the area around the eyes and the face. Letting all of the muscles of the face and the personality slowly relax. Allowing the shoulders to relax and settle. And just feeling the weight drop down through the central axis of the body, through the core, down into the pelvis and into the earth. So we're going to collaborate in this meditative practice, so there will be two voices in different moments. So what um, I'd like to invite you to draw your attention to is the piece that you came to at the end of the first part of the exercise, which is the thing that you wanted, that you know that you wanted or want. And just take a moment to let that be in you and focus your attention on that. Then I'd like you to ask yourself a question internally. And there's multiple ways to ask the question. I will offer you a few. One is... What's important about this thing that I want? One is, if I got to have this thing that I want, what would it give me? One is, Why do I want this? What's the significance of this? So, (coughs) pick the question that feels right to you and ask yourself inside (coughs) and let an answer emerge 
and now you're going to do the same thing with the new thing that you found. You know, you, you reached one layer of the why. We talked about earlier the what and the why. So you reached one layer and the, of the why. Apply the same process to it again. What's important about this new thing? What would it give you? And settle on the next layer down. And now do the same thing on the new one that you discovered. What's of value here? What matters about this? Keep going down that ladder for as long as there is something that you find below. There's no right answer. Sooner or later you will find something that feels like the true bedrock of this particular want. Rest there for a moment. Whatever level you've arrived at, feeling some sense of connection (coughs) with what matters here, with why you want what you want. Just taking a moment to sense how you know that. What's it feel like in the body? How do you know that? Another way of Listening for this is to say to oneself, where do I know that this matters to me? Is it in your face? In your back? In the heart or the chest? Could be 
empty in the belly or deep in the core. Could be all over. Just listen and find that for yourself. How do I know that this matters to me? Most of the time at this level, what you identify is a core basic human need that you have and every other human being has. And the next part of the exercise is exploring three different ways inside yourself of relating to that human need of yours. With each of them, I'm going to ask you to repeat a sentence inside and watch how your body feels when you repeat that sentence inside to yourself. The first one is, let's say that what you found at the bottom is inner peace. So we're going to do this example as if the need that you have is inner peace. So the first way of relating to this need is you say to yourself internally, my need for inner peace is not met. Because it clearly wasn't met in the situation that you started with. So it's just checking inside to see what it feels like to relate to the fact that this need was not met. So say to yourself repeatedly and then pause to see what sensations you experience. And then do it again and notice the sensations a few times. Now, a different sentence, a different way of relating to this human need. This time, it's about the need itself, regardless of whether it's met or not met. It's just recognizing that this is a need of yours. So the sentence is, I have a need for inner peace, or whatever your need is. And a similar thing, just... Say to yourself inside and watch your body sensations. And if your attention is pulled to how much the need was not met and how this person, this or that or the other and all these things that happen, just gently 
bring it back to the focus on I have a need for whatever it is. One way to help possibly connect with the need itself is to recognize its universal nature. That this is not just something I want for myself, but at this bedrock level, this is a human need. This is part of being human. Part of our experience on this planet is to want and value and need this particular thing. And sometimes that can help the heart open enough to really let in the truth. I have a need for this. Some people find it difficult to relate to the need as a, as a form of life energy without this assessment of is it met or not. So if you are struggling, you can take a moment and try on a third way, which is the sentence, my need for inner peace is met. Sometimes you need to go through the entryway of imagining the need being met to be able to own it as just something that you have. The last thing in this practice is go back and forth between the two sentences. Again, still with pause to notice. Alternate. My need for inner peace is not met. I have a need for inner peace. Alternate with a pause to see if you notice a difference in your body sensations. And so to close, we'll come back to this phrase, I have a need for. It's, that's neither about meeting the need or not meeting the need. It stands outside of that duality. 
of just recognizing the truth of this human experience and recognizing that there can be beauty, there can be dignity in fully owning our humanity. And to sit in that, I have a need for inner peace or whatever the need is for you. To whatever degree you're able to arrive there, really sense, really feel how that feels to recognize this universal human need that connects us with one another. Attention gently back into the room this morning, wiggling the toes and the fingers in your own time, allowing the eyes to gently open, taking in the visual field softly, just allowing it to settle. It's important to bring attention to transitions so that we don't jerk mm-hmm. out of something. Each of us has just touched certain places inside. Whatever experience happened for you is okay. There's something to be learned from it. There's no right way to do this, as Mickey said. If what you encountered was confusion and frustration, that's fine. Be gentle with yourself in that. And trust that the the integrity of your intention in looking is what matters. That this process of listening inwardly and looking honestly to understand has been strengthened, regardless of what you found. So I'd like to see by show of hands how many people found a place of bedrock in the first part of the exercise. Wonderful. Wonderful, that's lovely. Um, And how many of you felt a difference in your body between the two ways of relating? (coughs) It's not everyone and it's okay. It's okay first because of what Oren said, which I just found enormous beauty in, that the looking is the point of the exercise, not the finding. And also because not everything works for everyone. This activity may not be something that can help you. And that's okay. I'm curious to name a few of the varieties of what the difference was, and then I think we'll take a lunch break after that. So. Uh, can anybody say in you know just two or three words, not a, uh, like a big description? And I'll give you an example of what I mean. A lot of people talk about an experience of settling. That's relating to I have a need allows them to settle. That's the few words that I mean, like one or two or three words. Does anybody have any? And what we'll do is instead of doing the mic, we'll repeat what yeah. you say so everyone can hear it. 
Yeah. Um, my description is not physical, but the um, sensation, the naming the need brought up um, some fear around it not being met, and the it not being met brought up anger. Uh-huh. So it was a shift from anger to fear. Right. Mm-hmm. Which fear is more vulnerable, so it actually brings you closer to yourself. You may not like the fear, but you're getting closer to yourself, and therefore there may be more options. Yeah. Opening and softening. How many people felt opening and softening? Okay. Other flavors. Yeah. Uh, I felt uh, when it was being unmet uh, that there were like, uh, like drill handles being pushed in onto different parts of my body. So a lot, kind of like a contraction. Yeah, so there's spaciousness. And a, and a, a nice mm-hmm. Spaci- yeah. Shifting from contraction and jagged contraction to round spaciousness. Anybody else felt similarly? Okay, other things. Yes, Julia. I would say uh, in the unstable, it felt there was a fragmentation. And in the, in the um, getting... What was Just the other naming one? the need. I have a need. Yeah, naming the need and knowing uh, it w- felt a little more integrated. Uh huh. So a sense of inner integration. How many people felt integrated mm-hmm. in the second, in the second one? Yeah. Any other things? Yeah. Uh, um, expectations and acceptance. So the the unmet need brought up a, uh, an experience of expectation and c- relating to the need in itself brought up acceptance which, if I remember correctly, is what you, co- you associate with inner freedom, so it, it clearly moves you in that direction. Any other type of experience? Yeah. At the end, um, I felt a core in my belly of strength. Mm-hmm. A sense of strength in the body. How many people felt something like that? There's one in the back. Yeah. Uh-huh. Connection and, and moving towards, yeah? Mm-hmm. Great. Okay. Yes. Um, I felt so this, yes? Um, with the unmet need, I felt um, tenderness. Um, with the acknowledgement of the need, I felt sadness. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Thank you. So there will be variety of experiences. And the, this practice, this particular form of meditation, to me, at the end of it, you have more choice than at the beginning. Uh, you are more grounded within yourself. You have more knowledge of what you want, and you're not in a place of expectation or grasping for what you want. You're in a place of holding it openly and spaciously, which is, to me, the ground of choice. 
knowing what I want and being able to be okay with whether I have it or not. I just know that I want this. It's the ground of choice. And, and, and so two things. One is part of that is this distinction that we did of going deeper from we're using this phrase of knowing what I want as knowing why I want it, coming down to that level also, to have the connection with that. And so can we give them a practice for lunch and talk about that? But Sure, go ahead. Yeah. So one of the core practices in this NVC training, as Kit said, this awareness discipline, mm-hmm. is to be able to, to, tr- to make this transition from what I'm doing to why I'm doing it, to have an awareness and access to an awareness of this deeper level of why we want what we want. So the invitation would be, as we take our lunch break for the next hour, as often as you remember to track, why do I want what I want right now? Or the way, another way it's put is, everything we do, we do to meet a need. So recognizing when you go to the bathroom, the need that it's meeting. As you're eating, feeling connected to and recognizing the needs that are being met for pleasure, for sustenance, for nourishment. As you're engaging in talking, recognizing where that's coming from, the motivation, in the service of developing the capacity to know and track these, this deeper level of what moves us so that we have more choice and freedom. Um, I, I'm wondering uh, what, uh, how you feel about ringing the bell maybe two or three times during lunch Great. as an invitation to pause and ask yourself in this moment, what's, what's leading me to do what I'm doing right now? And what do I really want? And then either choose to continue what you're doing or choose to shift if it's not actually aligned with your needs. Yeah, great. And if you're, if you're out you know, and you're with someone else, to have the invitation for either person when you remember to say, hey, let's take a pause and just connect with this level of uh, what matters here. Are you going to ring that big bell outside? <laughs> Maybe the, we'll do one bell um, for those moments that you're talking, and then we'll do three to indicate it's time to come time back. Time to come back. Yeah. So if you hear three bells, it means we're starting again. So it's now... Uh, uh, before yeah. before we totally break for lunch, I just want to make sure, if it, it, I want to find out if there are people for whom having... A one-hour lunch is a hardship. Uh, that, that it would really uh, serve you to have a longer lunch break. No? And are there people who would vastly prefer a shorter lunch break? <laughs> so I'll tell you what. Um, I, I can't speak yes, for Orin, but it, um, um, how about... After 45 minutes, Orin and I will be here and we'll be happy to engage informally with whoever is back. Then those who want more engagement will get it and everybody will have a full hour. Enjoy your practice of awareness of needs. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.